Konnichiwa. And howdy y'all. I am Leslie. And I'm Laurie and welcome to Sumo Kaboom. Sumo Kaboom. Where we talk about all things sumo. Yeah, and this might be a very short episode this week because we're talking about sumo elders <laughs> and we still don't understand. Well, I think it could also be the longest one because <laughs> we'll I have researched so much this week and we'll see what comes out in the wash. But anyway, first, news flash. Just a reminder to everyone that our poll that we had last week came back of our, our sexiest rikishi, and we posted it last week. And um, it's been nice to hear all your comments. Uh, the winner was Hoshoryu, uh-huh. if you haven't caught up on our episodes. And uh, and we realized this week that we have not done a solo spotlight show on Hoshoryu. Yeah. So that will be next week. You have that to look forward to. That's right. More information about your sexiest wrestler of 2021. The spring tournament is being held in Osaka for the first time in three years. And uh, we knew it was happening with limited seating, but uh, they got to control the coronavirus uh, still. But everyone at the JSA is excited about it, but a little anxious. But let's hope all goes well mid-March because I think it begins March 13th, I think. Yeah. Ticket booth opened on the 11th. So if you're listening in Japan, get those tickets. Get those tickets. Yeah, I wonder I wonder how all the coronavirus is going to be affecting their training schedules and... Yeah. And who can train with whom? It's going to be really interesting to see what happens. It is. Hakaho's documentary about the last 15 days of his career leading up to his last tournament, they made a documentary. He actually does the narration on it. Yeah. And that is going to be debuting on February the 19th. It's going to be on TBS, but not our like American television TBS. Mm -hmm. It's going to be on Japanese TBS. But if you're in Japan, you know, go ahead and record that for us. We've seen some clips Mm -hmm. and it's really cool behind the Mm -hmm. behind the 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 scenes scenes footage. Yeah, it's him. Behind the Hanamichi footage. Yes. It shows him and he opens like his journal from when he was 16 years old and shows shows his drawing. I'm glad he became a wrestler because his drawings were not that great is that what you're saying they looked a lot like mine well that's 16 (laughs) no some 16 year olds are really good at art i'd say that it's good that he stuck to sumo and it's good that i didn't follow a path in art got it got it um but still they're very sweet it's like a picture of a sumo wrestler it's just sweet and shows old pictures it's cool um so keep an eye out for that also if you're keeping track the current tally of infected sumo wrestlers in the JSA, not wrestlers, but all people in the JSA, is 252. Just a wee bit out of, of the how many people? 900 mm, people. Yeah. Ooh, oh, boy. <laughs> Hopefully, they'll be able to keep everybody safe between now and the tournament in March. That is all I've got. Well, okay, okay. <laughs> Lucky you guys, because we are jumping right into uh, a topic that, what is this, uh, our 102nd 100 episode. The very first time I feel like I've gotten into a topic and I've just run into walls mm-hmm. and I've run into more and more questions mm-hmm. and I can't really give an accurate overview of what I'm reading. It's kind of like the movie maze runner to me it's like you run into a maze Mm -hmm. and you're very interested by what you find in there but the walls keep shifting right and the maze keeps changing and so you just keep going down these little rabbit holes well there's a lot of information on the wrestlers that's sexy that's exciting but once they retire and become old 
you know, it's like the world says. (laughs) Old at 30. uh, Right. Old, ancient at 35. They they become elder. Can we use the term elder rather than old? Yes. But what I'm meaning to say is I don't personally think that way. But the world of media stops paying attention to people just when they retire. This is the way it is everywhere. And what's the truth is very, very involved. But I think you stop writing about these people in this chapter in life. And I think that they're so important and so interesting. And there's so much political maneuvering. It is fascinating the the rabbit holes i found myself in okay but, leslie was fascinated i was flummoxed yes i was a little but like, i also Oof. hit a lot of walls with this yeah and i think part of the problem is that you know once a, re- a, a wrestler retires the world considers them not of interest anymore and i think some of these guys they're the ones raising up the next generation of yokozuna so to me it's very sexy i want more information on these guys but the history of it and why people don't write about elders it was hard to dig out and find john gunning gave a lot of information but other than that you know, people who read English as their first language, it's hard to find stuff. And then when you do find stuff in Japanese and you're translating it, you you hit walls. You hit well, you hit all kinds of word walls. Word walls. And there are word walls mm-hmm. to this puzzle. There are perhaps some media walls mm-hmm. in the English mm-hmm. coverage of sumo, perhaps. I had questioned about other walls. Perhaps we are hitting a um, permanent JSA wall. In and of itself, mm. perhaps the JSA doesn't want people to know what happens so much behind closed doors. I wondered that, too. Yeah. Perhaps they want to keep all of their info close to the chest. They don't want mm-hmm. anybody writing about it. They don't want anybody sharing about it mm-hmm. because there's a lot of money involved. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of politics involved. Mm-hmm. I wondered if this the, was and there's like... there's been scandal involved. I know. So I wondered if this was kind of like, what's the secret skull and crossbones thing at Yale what what's that at at Harvard and that like, like the skull and crossbow no 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 <laughs> there is a club that like a lot of American presidents have come from the Illuminati. It, yes, it's the Illuminati. <laughs> there, there's some club that we don't know that much about, but many presidents have been yeah, a member of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I wondered, is that what's going on? There's just like so much power and prestige going on and changing hands behind closed doors that they don't want anybody to know about it. Maybe. So that could be a wall that we're hitting. I think it also, well, we'll get into it, but it is confusing. But so anyway, all of that to say, we did our best to research. We have all of our sources, which for me were like a million. Well, yeah, so, but it's hard to research the Illuminati. And, and so forgive us if we are <laughs> inaccurate in our Japanese sumo Illuminati. We're, we're trying our hardest. All right. When I was looking up sumo elder and trying to translate that and how far back it goes, um, it took a really long time to kind of get some information because... These sumo elder names, they have changed hands so many times. Uh And it's not as simple as because someone dies, they give it to somebody else. It's retirement. It's borrowing of names. Mm -hmm. It is uh, lending out of names. There is power behind these names, why people want certain names. And it's just a deep history. I I looked up first the the original, you know, the Yokozunas, right? all of the Yokozunas throughout history. The first one that I could find that had an elder name, the fifth Yokozuna, Onagawa Kisaburo. So 1798, in the list of Yokozunas, the fifth Yokozuna was the only one who had an 
elder name. After that, all the Yokozunas after that had a, had elder names. Prior to that, the first four did not have elder names, right? This is just like the Elder Wand in Harry Potter. Yes, it's just like <laughs> Harry Potter. Exactly like Harry Potter. Oh my God, y'all. Anyway. It already feels like calculus. Okay. Yes. So this guy, the fifth Yokozuna. Now, this is not to say he's the first one with an elder name. He was just the first one I could trace back. I could have looked at Ozeki's as well because- But help me understand your brain. You were trying to uncover the first elder name? Yeah. How far back elder names go? Elder names go. Because they don't go out. They don't go through all of history. It's not like the very first sumo wrestler way back had in the an old elder day. name, right? And they also didn't go on to become sumo coaches. Now, this fifth Yokozuna said he retired. He assumed an elder name and became a coach in Osaka. That was 1798. So, at some point in the 1700s, an elder popped into existence. Exactly. Prior to that, the first four just had dot dot dot. Dot, dot, dot. Right? So anyway, I looked more consistently, and I think it became official. The elder names that we know, like the very first ones that we know of, like the big ones, the famous ones, like Nishonoseki that I'll talk about. That is the one that Araiso Oyakata now inherited as his own. He swapped names with another coach to assume the Nishonoseki elder name and stable. Okay. And y'all, if your brain just got lost, you're not alone. Right. Because this is why this topic is so difficult. Right. Because it's all about name swapping, who owns what, who is renting what, and I'm going to try as hard as I can. I'm just going to play the fool today. Okay. And listen to you and go, uh, I'm lost. Okay. Now. Because that's pretty much what I've done all week with this. Okay. So let me, before I get to... Nishonoseki and his famous name of Stable, one of them. Um, Let me go back and explain. Okay, this is probably straight up from Wikipedia, so mad props to Wikipedia or some other Japanese page that I have in my sources. In the early Edo period, okay, sumo wrestling groups were formed in various places. Now, they had... um, Promoters and two, as we talked a couple of episodes ago about how they legitimize the sport from mm-hmm. like back alley, half naked people yeah. brawling. They gave it a legitimacy. Yeah. With each one with of their these fashionable with their fashionable hairstyles. hairstyles. And the promoters were big, powerful people. They worked with the um, shoguns. They worked with the the higher up society to be middlemen to make money. Yeah, they're like, we can make some big money if we put on some tourneys. Exactly. So anyway, there was a sumo ban somewhere in there because of that. It came back. A sumo band? Ban. Uh, um, oh, no. But, <laughs> but can there please be a sumo band? Absolutely. Because I would totally sign up for that concert. Right. Ban. A okay, band. got it. A ban. <laughs> anyway, they came back and they were under the jurisdiction of temples and st- enshrine magistrates okay and they had to be organized they had to be organized by somebody and a lot of times that was the promoter right okay but at some point after that after the ban no after the ban everything came back legitimized okay after Um, it was legitimized a group of wrestlers who had experience as sumo wrestlers, I think after they retired, it was handed over to some of these wrestlers that had had moved on in their career or weren't bringing the numbers to be partially part of the organization of the beginnings of the JSA, right? So 
the purpose of an elder wasn't just a coach. It was helping make these sumo tournaments move smoothly. And they were somewhat hired on to run the ticket booth, Yeah, you know, to help a promoter. The somebody who knows the business of sumo mm-hmm. help a promoter who maybe doesn't know all of that stuff be fresh the... fresh blood exactly and that's exactly what the sumo elders do today yeah they coach but they also are responsible for uh scouting uh yeah. goodwill tours uh growing the sport um lifestyle guidance yeah they general are general enterprises mm-hmm. crisis management yes yeah social contribution Disaster relief, health examinations. Yeah. Yes. So, um, yada, yada, yada. There's <laughs> so much yada, the title yada, yada. This whole episode. Yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada. Sumo elders, also known as Toshiyori. Um, yes. In my research, I came across three different Japanese terms for a Toriyoshi. That are all slightly... Toshiyori. Sorry, yes. I know. I keep saying it reversed as well. Yes. Toshiyori. And that's partly what makes it so confusing because there's three different terms and they all sort of refer to the same thing, but they're slightly different. Mm-hmm. Did you run across this too? No. See, this is why it's nuts. Oh, it is nuts. I ran across Toshiyori, which means elder. It does. Mayoseki, which means name. Mm-hmm. And Kabu, which means share or stock. So there's three words right. that essentially stock. describe the same thing that are used equally, but they all are very, very different things. There's the mm. name, there's right. the elder, and there's the stock. Well, and what I found in my research was interesting. I went down another jag of the actual word oyakata. Right. And that is literally a father or leader of others in traditional social organizations. It goes back in Japanese culture and society. It's like the father's authority over children or the type of relationship that is viewed as traditional, authoritarian, and undemocratic. But it still persists in, in sumo wrestling today. So I thought... That was an interesting definition, knowing how the sumo world relates to the oyakata, the all-powerful, and it's undemocratic, it is authoritarian, it is not just father, it is more than just a father figure who coaches, it is all-powerful, right? So these sumo elder names are powerful, like there's only 105 spots. There are some that they can add to that, that at least three people in the past have received honorary stock that stuck with them for life but then they disappeared and went back to the 105 uh yeah yeah so there can be an honorary elder but you can then never pass that on okay like Takanahano and right. what Hakaho hoped to hoped be, to be and, but, but didn't didn't get, get the opportunity because they were and, like and no. what was offered Chiono Fuji but he refused right exactly which confuses me to no end. I sort of get it, and yet I sort of don't. But anyway, that's an offshoot. Yeah. So we're going to be like really going down the offshoot alley today all All over over the place place because this is so confusing to both of us. There's like the traditional part of it. There's the history of the names. There's the financial aspect, which has then changed Mm -hmm. pretty recently and has then blown the whole thing apart. Right. And like trying to understand this and we're not Japanese. Whew. It's just a challenge. Well, yeah, it's a challenge. 
Okay. And so, we're not finance people either. Right. And part of this is like these people are shareholders of right, the JSA. Of the stock. Right. Yeah. Right. So try and understand that as well. I don't know. In short, I don't know why you guys are listening to us this week. <laughs> <laughs> Most confusing episode to date. <laughs> anyway. So what came to be in this Edo period is that they started to delegate responsibilities to wrestlers that had moved on in their career. And it wasn't until 1955 that they actually started to give salary pay. And and now there's like five different levels of JSA members. Like yeah. you can you can be the super high one, your president. Those guys make a lot of money. Yep. And then it goes down from there to perhaps the newer guys like yeah, the Yoshikaze. It's still a good living. It's what, a hundred or one point five million yen? Like it's a good living. It's and a you good... can add, and you have bonuses for the higher up more responsible the higher up you are in the organization. Right, as an right, elder. right. Yeah. If I'm doing the currency correct, the lowest person who has one of those shares receives about 120,000 a year. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. And that's just If I'm doing that's if I'm converting. Guar- yeah, that's guaranteed salary till you're 65. If you Yeah, and the chairman can receive upwards of almost 210,000 a year, right. so almost a quarter million a year. Yeah. So you understand why there is such political maneuvering behind the scenes to snatch nice, up Y'all, that's a nice job. It's guaranteed. You know, it, it's guaranteed if, till if you're some 65. Of, I know. Some of you guys work in finance and that's P-diddle money in your world. That's great. But in my world, that's worth right. trying to get into. Right. And there's only 105. Yep. And only 105 spots. Spots. And to, to have guaranteed, guaranteed salary till you're 65. A job, essentially. And there's yeah. so much infighting to get one of these positions and wrestlers who are in fact, not even retired are trying to acquire a name because and some of them already have them. Yeah. Yeah. They do. And they're loaning it out to somebody else yes. until they retire. Isn't that which could happen yeah. any day? Okay. So okay. what you're anyway. what, uh, yeah. So what you're saying is that system in and of mm-hmm. itself didn't start until the nineteen fifties to have the money uh-huh. involved Attached in it, to it. Like the uh, the salary part. Yeah. Prior until... to that, they had a lot of side jobs. They could become a coach, but they were not guaranteed to be taken care of. The, it's like it's almost like the sumo world was like, well, you move on. Good luck, kiddo. But But there wasn't the retirement package. There wasn't the retirement package. Okay. And I should say not everybody can become an elder either. That's that's the thing. So if you don't get one of these spots, you just kind of softly disappear into the distance. No one hears like, from you anymore. Good luck, kiddo. <laughs> yeah. And have you could be good. You could be just, great. You just couldn't you have raised the money to buy one of these shares, well, which is and, a name. Well, and now you can't even buy them anymore. Like you used to have to buy them and then that was outlawed. And you had to find sponsors who could front you the Now half a it's mil. like you have it's got to be... Well, anyway, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep going. No, but We're already the, going on tangents. No, but the the requirements to be able to become an elder are the elders must have fought one tournament in Sanyaku. That's okay. one requirement. Komusubi or above. Um, or else 20 tournaments in Makauchi or 30 as a sekitori, which is Makauchi plus Jirio. And at this point, you have to be gifted. Somebody either... Someone has to retire and give mm-hmm. you the spot. Or be willing to loan it out. Or and be at willing... any time could take it back. Yes, at any point could take it back from you. It used to be that you had to raise a lot of 
have money to get one of these spots, but that's outlawed now. So it's not so much about money. It's like you either have to inherit it from an elder, like your father at the stable then gives it to you, Mm -hmm. or it's got to be gifted to you and you you have to have done well in sumo you have to have been there for a certain amount of time and i'm sure there's something else that i'm leaving out yeah okinomi already has stock mm, but there's a number of guys who are yes guys who are still wrestling already have stock they've either gifted it to someone else who is in retirement or the person in retirement is somehow renting it they're (laughs) renting a name even though you can't buy this stock they're somehow renting it from an active wrestler Mm -hmm. until the wrestler needs it back and if you're an ozeki and you retire you've got three years to find a name if you're a yokozuna and you retire you've got five years to find a name so there's a little bit of wiggle room right. for you in there but, but if, not for much instance, you've been in makauchi and you are kaisei <laughs> and you're like i've had a great career i could get a name hopefully but i don't have one now he is totally vulnerable yeah Somebody who's about to retire or his stable master is thinking about his future becoming a coach within his system. Maybe. I imagine there's a lot of protecting of your young to follow in your footsteps, but they they can only do so much with their one name. So anyway, let me explain to you as much as I can until I hit the wall. Okay, so everyone knows Kisano Sato, also who right after, I just almost said graduation, retirement became... (laughs) Ariso yes. Oyakata. Yes. Now he's not the first Ariso. Right. The, the original Ariso goes back in time, right? That was just the name he could grab at the moment, I think. I'm going to snag this one so my salary starts and then I'll swap into a better one later. Which is exactly what happened. So he recently became Nishonoseki. Yeah. Now the Nishonoseki name is not a new name. Like from 1911 to 2011 or 13, the Nishonoseki stable survived. That stable, it's had a very su- like high success rate. That's yeah. where Taiho came from. Right. But what happens with the stable is that sometimes they go defunct. For the end of the Nishonoseki, the last time we saw it, that last Oyakata, who was like the 10th Nishonoseki, became ill. He only had three rikishi and he had personnel, but he needed to close down because he clearly couldn't, he didn't have an heir apparent. He got absorbed by another stable within his Ichimon. There's five clans in Sumo, and this was one the that Lannisters, he, the, the land and yeah. the, <laughs> the snow, Tyrion Lannister, yeah. the snows. <laughs> Snows. John <laughs> there snows. Was, there's just one Jon Snow. Then who anyway. would be the Lannisters, Jon Snow, <laughs> Arya, and family? The Stark. The Starks. The Starks. And then the, anyway, go then ahead. the Orcs. No, that's the Orcs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so there's five clans. Yeah. So what happened was he needed to bail the Nishonoseki. I've got a piece out. I'm not doing well. I'm going to make sure all my personnel goes within the clan to this other stable. So they got absorbed, okay? That stable was called the Matsugane stable. Now, they are all within the Nishonoseki Ichiman, which is the clan, the main clan, one of the five main clans. So this is a biggie name, Nishonoseki, right? Are your eyes crossing yet, listeners? It goes way back in history, right? Yeah. You don't want to just let that stable go. You want to bring it back and you want to bring it back under the tutelage of somebody with just as much prestige and that was interesting to me is to is to see okay they work really hard at swapping this name with this other guy and then this guy can go over there they're all associated in the same way to get the best person that they think could train up 
the they want the best coaches mm-hmm. with the best names at the best tables. Right. So I was trying to find one of these big original clan names, like who was it? There we go. Okay. That kind of stuff. But then I, it it hit it, from like nineteen oh nine to two thousand and thirteen. That was this middle iteration. Is that the right word? Yeah. Of Nishonoseki stable. Prior to that, I was like, who is the first Nishonoseki? When did it come to be? That's why I went to the Yokozuna list, just to be like, he's got to be on there. Okay, that makes sense now. And was he? Well, no. So, or if he was, it could have been an Ozeki that's not on the Yokozuna list. Right. right? It's a real, real mystery. Well, this is like the Magaki name. I looked up the Magaki name to see how far it went back. And it went back to 1914. But then I I ran into a a mystery. I was like, what? How did it start in 1914? Right. So with with it being absorbed into this other clan in the family, yeah, it became weird for the JSA and everybody to be like, you know what? We have five clans. One of them is called Nishonoseki, and we don't have an Oyakata or anyone named Nishonoseki. That's kind of weird. Somebody's got to have the clan leader's name, right? So we don't have that right now because that guy retired and no one's assumed his name. That we stable closed have, down. We so don't have, we don't one, have right one. So in... Kisenosato's case, he had a Raiso, which is not one of the big originals um, or one of the biggies. And that's a very prestigious name. So look if it's up for grabs. A Raiso or Nishonoseki? Nishonoseki. Okay. So, God, I know this is so confusing. <laughs> but this is, anyway, I mean, this is why we it, it tried all, to attack it this It week. all transferred to another stable and then eventually came back around to Kisenosato doing some wheeling and dealing and saying, hey, I this, want that name. I want that name. I'll swap Arisa with another guy, which is what happened. The guy who, the right. second guy who's like, I'm going to bring back Nishonoseki. So here's, yeah, here's and one of my biggest questions about And then this. he gets, because it was Yokozuna, he gets the prestigious name. Okay. So, yeah. So this is one of my biggest questions about this. Like, who decides which one of these names is most prestigious? I imagine you have to know the history. And because we're two Texans sitting in a closet in Texas, we do not know the history. And that makes it 40 times as confusing, right? Probably if you grew up in Sumo in Japan, you would know exactly who these people are that belong to these names originally. These are the big fives. Great. Shunoseki, yeah. Dewa no Umi, Tokitsukaze, Takasago, and Isagahama. All popular Those are the names. biggest those five? Are the, those are the big... Those are the clans. So those are the clans that everyone wants. Right. Like, we know who Isagahama is. That's Ted and Fuji's coach and right. sideline coach we see all the time. You want your heavy hitters as the clan That's like becoming a Kennedy. Owners. Like, you want right. to be a Kennedy. Right. You want to be part of the Kennedy family. You want to sign with Motown Records. You don't want to go with, like... A small like swan song, un- yeah, swansong.com <laughs> or LLC, right? You want to go with Motown or Capitol Records, okay. right? Okay, um, RCA, yeah, you want to sign with those record companies, right? You don't want to go with like Jerry Bill, who runs a radio station who'll do your LP for free, community demo. radio station down exactly. the road, exactly. <laughs> You're like, right? I'm signed with a community radio right. station down the road, right. And with that, and I'll comes... trade, I'll trade that card with this guy who really needs to be at the community radio station, and that's a great place for him to be. If I can go to Capitol Records, right? And next. you're the top singer of the day. You're like, I'm going to go where I belong, and there's going to be more opportunity for me and my name, right? Yeah. So it's part 
popularity show. It's part prestige. Who, who knows who the right people? The name. It seems like. And I think behind closed doors, that's what we mean by politics. Yeah. Is that the guy who was like, hey, I'll give you my uh, Nishono Seki. would be like, dude, the JSA could have come to him and been like, uh, you're not living up to the name with the wrestlers you're churning out. You shall not be an elder anymore. No, you can be one. You're just going to take this crap name. You're going to be the community and station elder. Kisuno Sato, who is just a Yokozuna, who has a lot of pull to bring in a new stable, which is what he's doing. Yeah, he's got a lot of financial backing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's going to build a brand new beautiful stable. Mm-hmm. We're going to give him the name that's famous because you are nice and everything, but you're not cutting it. No offense to whoever the new Oriso okay. uh, Oyakata is, okay. who I'm sure is a lovely person. And we're totally throwing him under... <laughs> The community radio bus. Yes. And I love community radio. I, I just want to make that clear. I, I do too. Anyway, so all of that. This is like so much. It is like standing. It is It is almost like trying to research astrophysics by walking into an astrophysics convention. And they're having all of these discussions about amazing things happening in the universe. And I'm standing there going, I love looking at the moon. I like stars. I really. Did you guys notice there's three rings? There's like rings on Saturn, (laughs) y'all. And all of this discussion is going on like way over my head. Yeah, I I kind of feel like that's what we have waded into. If we had a break it down on a whiteboard, if we could whiteboard this, yeah, behind closed doors, the JSA (laughs) is like like a crazy man. It would, but but they go here. A beautiful mind, a scene from a beautiful mind with like red, yeah, line. It would be all formulas, yeah, because you'd have ten names of okay, above our hundred and five. Yeah, these guys here retiring, they do not have good. uh, They do not have wrestlers to pass their name on, but. But right. this other stable that has perhaps 15 Makauchi wrestlers in it or Sekitori, you know, all the Takake shows, Taka, Taka no show stable, like that's going to be the next generation. They go, OK, this guy's got this share. Who's going to take one of these names of these old guys that don't have an heir apparent? I think there's a lot of jockeying and who's got popularity, who's got movement, who can continue to elevate the sport. And who's going to get the share? So that's why in John Gunning's article, when he says it's so political, there's so much political maneuvering behind the scenes. Yeah. And it gets like it's backstabbing all of that going on just to be able to hold on to a, a lifelong career and a good salary. There's a lot of crazy stuff that goes on for these names. I kept running into all sorts of walls, including the wall of inherent racism in the system perhaps oh well for sure that i was going to talk about takamiyama because he was the very first foreign-born elder and they made up they were like yeah you just have to have all these requirements to become an elder and then they saw him doing really well in like 1972 they passed this law like he was it was 76 that they passed it in 1972 he was top of the game Takamiyama from mm-hmm. Hawaii. He was crushing it. He fit all of the, you know, the standard or, or ticked the, all the, the requirements yeah. to become an elder. And then they were like, oh, we're going to add this rule in 76 that says you have to be a citizen of Japan to yep. become an elder. Yep. Which was a sneaky way for them to maintain their homogeny. Yep. And um, since then, since thank- then, thankfully, we've worked around that we've worked a around little that. bit. A little However, bit. However, some people have also gotten in as an elder, but then they've been told they will never reach the highest rank within the system. And so well, they've left. Well, right. But right. so here's another thing that I find so fascinating about it. So Kanishki decided not 
to try to get one of these names. He pretty much, he like many wrestlers, didn't want to live the rest of his life sort of right. underneath all these restrictions. And he's a mover shaker. He yeah, knew he was he going to have do different opportunities things. outside of this. He was right. probably going to be way more lucrative. And but he still, he, got to choose. he can still come in and train sumo wrestlers, but he's not an oyakata. He can go watch. He can help people train. He can coach people, but he can also do all these other things. But he's not getting the retirement right. that somebody like Musashi Maru is getting right. because he's working within the system. Well, he and kind he of has the, the status of, you know, Oyakatas have to retire at 65, but they don't have to stop working till they're 70. They can be a consultant, right? Yeah. They get they hired a on. a part-time worker yeah. from there till 70. At 70, they're like, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they kind of function in this way where they can be associated, but they can't pull the salary that the 105 guys can yeah. pull. This is one of those subjects. It is just fascinating. The The minute you start Google searching on this, the first stuff that came up for me was all the stuff about Hakuho when mm-hmm. Hakuho retired because, you know, there was the whole honorific Suma elder and them pretty much saying Meaning you could keep your name, Hakuho. Right. And be an elder and we'll give you that extra stock, but you won't be able to pass it on. But right. them basically saying that's not going to happen. And that's why then he got the Magaki name. And, you know, people were, were saying, well, there's there's so many layers <laughs> to this and crazy also, cake. They've never he's not their favorite. Because he doesn't always play by their rules. So you can see in the in what happened, the repercussions of Hakaho just being Hakaho and that he doesn't he hasn't always played by their rules. And the, he's not Japanese. Well, he is not, Japanese he now. Is, but, he wasn't born Japanese. Right. And- but they keep putting obstacles in front of people, foreigners, a lot of the time, because it's just ultimate control and ultimate politics behind closed doors. Yeah. And yet, and yet, he did get stock and he came in not at the lowest level, even though he is doing security right. for the Basho. Right. He's not at the lowest level of elder stock. He comes in, it's not the lowest level. So he sort of comes in with like midway privileges, but mystery privileges that I couldn't find explained anywhere. There's Maybe it's perhaps sort of... jobs that they're allowed to do in certain levels. Well, like... they're called committee privileges. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. to me, that sounds like, oh, you sit on a committee, you do certain things. But it, I kept running against the word privilege over and over mm-hmm. again. Like there's something that you're receiving and I just couldn't figure out. Is it just respect? Is it authority like what are the privileges that are coming with all of these rankings besides just the income because it seems like there's a lot more but again that's yet another shifting maze of i don't know what all this is right that's sort of moving around us yeah they come in yokozuna elders using a borrowed share cannot be promoted from toshiori while very successful former wrestlers generally yokozuna and ozeki immediately receive full in or committee member yes privileges Haigu Toshiori In, or I can't tell if that's an, a big I, In, I I in, I believe is what it says. I I'm Taigu Toshiori, acting senior officer. Mm. That's what those guys come in. Whereas Kotoyuki is a regular Toshiori because he has a borrowed name. He's already retired. He's got Okinoumi's elder stock. So he's not coming in at that higher level. He's mm. a Toshiori. And he can't even go up the ranking system until he gets a regular, a different name. Right. He can't. Uh, then can he like start 
working his way up the ladder right. with that name that's going to be his for But he's got to have the right honorific name. Or until name. he swaps it with yeah. somebody else. Oh my gosh. By the way, I did find in my research that in the uh, different eras, like the original elders, um, there were only like 14 people who had these names way back in the in yield days. Really? The name that they, more so been like growing? 30, yeah, 38, you know, another 50 years later, they increased to 107 people and now we have 105. But, but it could change because these rules do change. Yeah, the, it, meaning that like the, the establishment of the 105 didn't come to way later. In I the see. beginning, that's what I meant by the the promoters and stuff. They, they hired the retired sumo wrestlers to help them and I think the beginning names came from some of those original people who helped organize sumo in the Edo era and beyond, and they became the power players. And I think maybe that's where some of those names might come from. There needs to be a committee in the JSA that explains who gets what elder name and for what purpose. I don't think we're ever going to see that committee, though, because Mm -hmm. I think just like the special prizes, those sorts of discussions happen behind closed doors in group meetings where they're discussing things like that Mm -hmm. and unconditional love and kindness in the world. (laughs) Because I'm sure that's what they discuss. (laughs) I'm sure. Fascinating. Mm -hmm. Yet one other thing we don't really understand. Hmm. Anyway... We hope we have completely boggled your minds. It's it's truly as confusing as tax code. Which I also spent this whole week doing. Ugh, or calculus. Yeah, so if you are as baffled right now <laughs> as we have been all week, welcome. <laughs> and just know that next week we're going to go back to something that feels very familiar, which is dishing think, about Hoshoria. Yes, I think we just need to sit with this a little bit longer because I think I'm starting to get a handle on it. I really do. You just got to sit in the stew of it for yeah. a while. And I think if we've revisited this in six months time, I think we'd have a better understanding. I think you have to understand so much history. Yeah, we understand about wrestlers and their history and the sport itself. But this structure in Japanese society is not is not new. It exists within other parts of Japanese society throughout history. Right. So it's more that we delve into Japanese history, do we also find with the daimyos and the shogunate and, you know, all of this Japanese history, do we find the origins of this structure, this societal structure and system? Yeah. Yeah. I sounded smart there. Yeah, 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 you did. I'm not not usually. I have no retort. I just go, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. Yes. All right. That is it for us. Yeah, go have a stiff drink now. (laughs) And uh, enjoy the rest of your evening or morning. That's right. Sayonara. See y'all later. Bye. Bye.